Amen. If you've got a Bible for me, anyone got a Bible? Anyone got a Bible right here? Come on, wave it in the air like you just don't care. If you can turn it to 2 Corinthians 5. 2 Corinthians verse 5. Can I make a quick shout out to everyone who's joining us online this morning? Why don't you comment what you're eating for lunch while you watch church at home this morning? Now, we hope that you enjoy the stream. 2 Corinthians 5, starting at verse 5. I'll read it. It says this. Now, the one who has fashioned us for this very purpose is God, who has given us the Spirit as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. I love the message translation. It it says this, we've been given a glimpse of the real thing, our true home our resurrection bodies. Who's excited for the resurrection body? You know, I used to use the scripture as uh, an excuse not to train, but I said, this ain't my real body. I'm getting a new body. Come on, somebody. You know, my wife was like, hey, you need to go to F45. And when I think of the words F45, I was thinking you eat food for 45 minutes. You know, I got there and I experienced the resurrection power of Jesus at this F45 session because I was alive and I was out and I was alive and I was out, but I'll carry on reading this scripture verse six in the message version it says that's why we live with such good cheer you won't see us drooping our heads or dragging our feet cramped conditions here don't get us down to all the teenagers they only remind us of the spacious living conditions ahead it's what we trust in but don't yet see that keeps us going amen amen Martin Luther King said this faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. Walk by faith, not by sight. Means even though you might not be, sorry, even though you might not be able to see where you're going, you just keep moving. All right, find people around you and say, you gotta keep moving. You gotta keep moving. Before you watch the news, church, read the good news, amen? Amen. Before you listen to talk back, make sure you listen to God when he talks back. And make sure that your life is built on the rock and not TikTok. Amen? Amen? Yes, you can have that one for free. The second service will be charging $29 for that one. With so many crazy things going on in the world at the moment, it's going to require us to walk by faith and not by sight. You see, this world is divided on so many issues. But can I tell you this? A divided church won't reach a divided world, but a united church, come on somebody, a united church will reach a divided world. And I tell you this, unbeknown to this world, they, they, they might not know that they need it, but a divided world needs a united church. It's about time that the church stops being the bridesmaid and starts being the bride that Jesus is eagerly awaiting. Come on somebody. Where there is unity, commands a blessing. Amen. I said to our church teams, I said, hey, listen, there's a lot going on right now. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of things happening. But I said, this is what we're going to do at the Oasis for the next six months. So listen now. They said, what's going on? For the, and we said to them, for the next six months, 
we're going to experience the most salvations that we have ever seen in the house of Oasis. We're going to see the most baptisms. We're going to see the most dedications. We're going to see families. We're going to see restoration. I said, we're going to draw the line in the sand because where there might be opposition, there is opportunity. There are souls that need to be saved. There are people who are lost right now that need to be found. We're not going to retreat in this season. No, friend, we're charging forward with the gospel message of Jesus Christ. And we said to our church this in April next year, we're going to launch a second campus in Upper Hutt City. Why? Because that city needs the gospel of Jesus Christ. And they were like, yay, you pastor. So good. Walk by faith, team, not by sight. Amen. This is the time for us to be the salt and light for this world. We're going for souls, team. Salvation, salvation, salvation. Now, I don't know, if it, is it, oh, as we were driving up this morning through the Carpety Coast, we started praying and we started believing that even the Carpety Coast, right from Otaki down to Waikanae, right down to Poirua, will experience revival on this coast like never before, where we will see 10 services, come on, Pastor Adam, on a Sunday morning, that we will see this place flooded. Is anyone else in here believing for revival over Carpety City? Come on, let's make some noise. Let's give Jesus some praise in this place. We've been saying this at church for the last two weeks. Save the lost, revive the found. Save the lost. We will always target the lost. We will always save the lost. But I believe now that we need to revive the found. Because there are so many people who grew up in church. There are so many people who, have been, who left the church, who were hurt, disappointed, walked away. But we believe in all they need is a touch of the Holy Spirit. You know, all they need is a touch of God. You know, it's in there. They know the word. They know they've been taught up in the ways. All they need is a touch of the Holy Spirit. So we're saying, yes, we're going to save the lost. But church, we're going to revive the found. Come on. We're going to revive the found in Jesus' name. The word walk, my favorite word, kidding. The word walk in the Bible often symbolizes the way we live. The way we act and the way we conduct ourselves in a certain way. And it's a reference to the fact that life is a journey. So to walk by faith is to live in confident expectation of things that are to come. The people of this world are influenced by the things that are seen. They are there for likes. They're there for followers, subscribers, power and possessions. But the Christian looks beyond the world with a conviction that believes that there is a better place ahead. Amen. And so to walk by faith. That requires that we become familiar with the promises that God has given us. The Bible is filled with promises for the believer. Nothing is more encouraging or, or nurturing to our faith than reading the promises of God. Faith comes by and by. Amen. Thank you. You two at the front, aren't they amazing? Thank you so good. Amen. But can I tell you, when it comes to faith, many Christians have misunderstood what faith is. To them, faith is some kind of force or some kind. They think if they have enough faith, God will do whatever they ask Him. So when a crisis comes, they try to move God into action with their faith. When an emergency comes up, they try to use faith as a rope to slip around God's neck to force their will on God. And whenever disasters come, they try to use faith like a button or like a genie to try and nudge God into action. 
And when God does not respond, they become disappointed. And they say, God, where are you? Why are you silent? Some Christians at this point stop praying. They stop tithing. They stop reading the Bible and they stop coming to church. But a lot of Christians don't realize is that you've got to have a promise from God to hang your faith on. Faith is the confidence that God will do whatever God has promised. So we look at the story of Jesus walking on water. And the Bible says that the, the disciples, they're in a storm. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus comes to them walking on water. And Jesus said unto them to be of good cheer. And the desire, do not be afraid. And Peter says to Jesus, Lord, is that you? Bid me to come, thee, or walk on water. And then Peter asking to walk on water was the most unusual request, don't you think? I would have said, Lord, what's the Powerball numbers on Saturday? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Put those stones away. I saw some of you lift those stones. No, I'm kidding. He said, Lord, if that's you, <laughs> if that's you, Lord, call me out into the water. Let me walk on water. It hasn't been done before. Can you imagine Thomas in the background? Peter, don't worry. We haven't trained to do that yet. Peter, you didn't learn that on Unleashed. Peter, you know, you, you haven't covered that in the theology. Peter, you can imagine what Thomas is doing. Give me that out of the disciples. Peter, just relax. Just stay still. Why? Because they didn't want to step out the boat. Right? Only Peter wanted to step out of the boat. And one of the main reasons he wanted to walk on water was so that he could be closer to Jesus. And I don't know about you, friend, but that's the kind of faith that I need in my life. I need walking on water kind of faith. I need, I, I need that faith that says, Lord, I don't know how it's, how it's going to happen. I don't know what it's going to look like. But if you've called me and I hear the promise of God, I'm going to link it with my faith and I'm going to walk on water. I'm going to keep my eyes on the prize, not my wife, the prize, Jesus Christ. I keep my eyes fixed on the cross. Walk by faith. And not by sight. Turn to the person next to you and say, walk by faith. Walk by faith. And not by sight. There are people in this place right now. Oh, I felt this part. God has given you the promise. But you say things like, I'm too young. I'm too wise. I'm too, I'm too this. What if? I'm not qualified. You're focused on the natural, forgetting that God brings the super to your natural. Friend, we know that God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Amen. I want to share a quick story about when I wasn't walking by faith. This is a true story, by the way. Many, many years ago when I was 19, that was last year. I'm kidding. That was a few years ago. I was 19. I grew up in church. My parents, they were church folk, you know, like we had church for breakfast, church for lunch, and, and church for dinner, come on somebody, like we lived in the church, slept in the church, like, you know, they had meetings and would just live there pretty much, and we grew up in church, and, and I, I had the best upbringing, I'll tell you that, it wasn't about what we had, it was about who we had, I, I had family, we had love, and I had the best upbringing, but I went through a stage in my life for about five to six years where I walked away from God, and it was in this moment, I was at this party, when I was 19 years old, living by sight, no longer living by faith. And we're at this party, and I was under the influence of drugs, and I was under the influence of alcohol. And I'm at this party. It's a huge party, and it's, 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 a, it's a big event at the time. And there's a DJ playing music. 
he, DJ has to leave, so he takes his laptop with him. He ends up plugging in a PlayStation 2. For all you young ones, the reason why you have a PlayStation 5 is because it started at 1, and I'm talking about a 2 right now. He puts a PlayStation 2 on at this party. He starts to play this music, and then it goes quiet, and then all you hear is this. I came to tell you this morning that no matter what you're going through, God is bigger than big. And I'm at this party going, is that me or am I just, you know? Am I actually hearing what I'm hearing? And then everyone starts laughing. They're like, what is this? Turn it up. Make it louder. I want to hear who is this guy preaching. And they hear this voice that says, it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what you see in front of you. God is bigger than big. And the closer I got to the speaker, the closer I started to sober up in that moment and realize, why do I recognize that voice? And this voice is saying, it doesn't matter. You can come back to Jesus. No matter where you are right now, you can come back to Jesus. And I get closer and closer to the speaker and the penny drops. That's me preaching a message when I was 16 at a youth rally that we had in Lower Hutt. And somehow that message when I preached at 16 at this youth rally at the Lower Hutt Town Hall had ended up at this party that I was at when I was 19 and I was saying oh Lord surely that's not me and the guy says my name is Daryl Green and everyone at the party looked at me like bro <laughs> bro bro that's you that there is only one Daryl Green that we know and I was like when the, the when the Bible says that God works in mysterious mysterious ways friends I'm one person who can testify that you're never too far gone that God cannot find you you're never too far back that God cannot pull you back it's about walking by faith and not by sight I went home and I said oh man lucky TikTok is not around everyone would have heard about that but that is what happens when God is after you he will find you Leaves the 99 to find the one friend. So Peter walks out on water. He walks on water. Then he sees the effects of the wind. And the waves start to crash. He takes his eyes off Jesus. And he starts to sink. And it got me thinking. Stop sinking in your circumstances and start walking on top of your circumstances. Stop sinking in your situation and start walking on top of your situation. Stop sinking in your condition and start walking on top of your condition. The enemy will always try to take your eyes off Jesus. He wants you to be under what God has called you to be over. Come on, somebody. He's called you to, God has called you to more. The enemy wants to call you to less. So Peter, he was walking on water. But friends, he was walking on faith because it took faith to step out of the boat. Not everyone's going to step out of the boat, friends. Not everyone in your corner wants you to win. But Peter, he has this revelation that he wants to be close to Jesus. And if that means doing something that never has been done. I'm going to step out and do it anyway, knowing that Jesus brings the super to my natural. <laughs> Steps out. He walks on water. Too often we focus on the fact that he was sinking, and we let that be the narrative of the story. But friend, he walked on water. He stepped out of the boats. All the other disciples are like, whoa, it can't be done good on you. But who's grateful that our lifeguard can walk on water? Come on, who's grateful that our Jesus Christ, he can walk on water? Stop. Start walking over doubt. Start walking over fear. And start walking over anxiety. And walk towards the promises of God over your life. You know, uh, last Tuesday... 
we invited multiple government, government agencies to come to the church. And we wanted to say to them that a lot of your programs that you're providing in our area, it's not hitting the mark. We wanted to show you what it looked like to be in the place where I'm from, aka the hood. I'll just put I'll clarify that for you. So we invite multiple government agencies to come to the church. And we say, hey, listen, a lot of the programs you're providing, it's not hitting the mark. You know, they're not ground level. They're, they're, your information somewhere along the chain is, is distorted. It, it's, not, it's not the right information. And we had this session with them and we said, hey, after about an hour, we said, thank you so much for coming. God bless you guys. I said, hey, listen, we're going to take that information back to our team. And we're going to redesign the way that we do programs and the, the way that we provide assistance and help to those in these kind of areas. And we said, amazing. As we were walking them out of the church, a fight broke off across the road uh, at a place called Super Save. It's, it's a dairy. At a place called Super Save, my brother Phil starts running. I'm like, why are you running, man? Like, he's quite fit. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a flanker. He has to be. So he starts running. So I went, well, if he's running, I've got to run. So we both start running. And I'm like, hey, man, just slow down the pace a bit, you know? You know, by the time I get there, I want to be able to talk. And then we're running to this fight, and then something hits me. Hmm, Daryl, why are you running? You can't fight. And then we're like, we're getting there to the fight, and there are two gangs having this fight in the middle of the, outside the dairy. And we get to the middle and say, brothers, what's going on? It's all right. Calm down. Calm down. What's going on? No, 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 no. Go over there, bro. Go over there, bro. You know. I said, bro, I can't hear you. You know. <laughs> Talk clearly. He's like, whoa, that guy did this, bro. This guy done that. And, and then he, he, he. He started saying what I thought he was saying, his gang sign. He was saying, yeah, bro, seek. I said, oh, seek first the kingdom of heaven and all his righteousness, and everything will be added to you. And the other one was saying a color, then power. And I said, no, no, it's about the power of the resurrection power of Jesus. That's the only power that we need in this fight right now. We ended up breaking up, and there was a lot of gang members, and one cop shows up. I said, hey, buddy, might want to call for some help. And then um, we were, like, trying to separate everyone apart, and, and then... Um, everyone, yeah, obviously a lot of cops come after them and say, bro, calm down. What's going on? Relax, man. Relax. You've got kids in the car, bro. Don't let this get to your head. Relax. Calm down. And then as we walked away, during that fight, or during, I wasn't fighting. <laughs> Let me just clarify that now. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll be in the office talking to Pastor Adam, getting told off. But in that moment, we, we, I, I heard someone praying in tongues. And I was walking around, I said, who was it? It was my mom. While the fight was going on, she was saying, I went up to mom and said, mom, after, you're praying in tongues. She says, yes, son, because that's the fight that you see. But it's really about the fight that you don't see. It's about lifting your eyes up above the fight that you see. And I wonder how many times, friends, we're fighting the wrong fight. You know that person on social media? That's not your fight. Yeah, come on, somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, when they're coming in and you're like, mm, Holy Spirit, come right now. You know, that's not the fight. And I wonder how many times our eyes are fixed on the natural, but the fight is in the supernatural. Come on, friends, that there is oppression, that there is depression, that there's suicide over the community that I'm in right now. We mobilized our community team last week and said, friends, we're going to pick up rubbish in the natural, but our prayer team's going to follow and pick up rubbish in the supernatural. And we covered our region and we said, we come against oppression. We come against depression. We come against suicide. We come with the power 
of the Holy Ghost. We come and we're going to believe over the next six months that people from those streets are going to come to church and be on their knees because it's not about the fight that you see, friend. The fight is in the supernatural. The fight is not like this. The fight is with your hands out. The fight starts here. And I say, I might not be able to fight like that, but I can fight like this. I say, bring it on here. There is an opportunity for people to be saved. The joy of the Lord is our strength, friend. The joy of the Lord is what's going to keep us going. People need to hear about Jesus. So stirred up. Yeah, there's opposition. But Lord, there's opportunity to save the lost and to revive the found. We're going after souls, team. We're going after souls. We're believing for unity in the body of Christ. We're believing no longer will the bride be the bridesmaid. We're believing that the bride will be the bride that Jesus is waiting for. Save the lost. Revive the found. Walk by faith and not by sight. I don't know how your 2021 has gone. I don't know if everything that you wanted to happen in January, we said, I'm so excited for 2021, like we did for 2020, you know. <laughs> yeah, whoa, what's this? I remember calling Pastor Adam and saying, hey, Pastor Adam, I got ordained in 2019. He goes, yeah, I know. It's 2020, there's a global pandemic. He goes, yeah, I know. I said, I don't learn that in Unleashed. I was looking through the documents trying to find it. <laughs> I said, what are you doing for church? He's like, let me know. I was calling him all the time. There's an opportunity to save people, friends. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound, that saved a wretch like me. So I don't know what 2021 has been like for you. The first 11 months. I don't know if that person you're praying for has come to God yet. I don't know how your marriage is. I don't know how your family is. I don't know what it's like behind the scenes when no one can see. But friend, I came with a message this morning. It's never too late to walk in faith to walk on faith, to walk to faith, to walk around faith. Build your foundation on Jesus Christ. You say, today I'm going to walk away from walking by sight and I'm going to walk by faith. And never preparing this message is the Holy Spirit was just doing something in my spirit. They're saying, this part of your life is walking by spirit, needs to walk by faith. This part of your life, Daryl, needs to walk by faith and not by spirit. I wonder today if there's any part in, in every single person, is there something in your life that you're walking by in spirit? Sorry, walking by sight and not by faith. There's a story. A young lady was baking, and she made this, this gingerbread man, and she was baking, and she put buttons on this little gingerbread man, and she made it look amazing. The gingerbread man got up out the plate, and it ran off, and he said, you can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. And she looked everywhere for her little gingerbread. She says, where is it? I can't find my gingerbread. One day she finishes school. She walks past the shop, and she sees her gingerbread man's for sale. She goes inside and says, sir, that's my gingerbread man. I, I, I made that gingerbread. I, I formed this gingerbread. I spent time designing this gingerbread. Why is it now for sale? And the man says to her, if you want this gingerbread, you're going to have to pay your costs. You're going to have to buy this gingerbread back. So she runs home and she grabs her piggy bank. And she breaks it. She counts all her coins and she runs back to the dairy. And she goes, sir, here, I can pay for that gingerbread man now. And he, he goes, all right, let me count your money. Yes, the debt has been paid. And he gives her the gingerbread man. And she looks at him. She says, I, I, I made you. 
and, and now I, I paid for you. you. You are mine, friend. In the same way Jesus said, I, I made you and, and I paid for you, friend, you are mine. Could you stand right now all over this place? With every eye closed and every head bowed, I'm just going to count to three. And if you're saying, yes, there are parts of my life I'm walking by sight I need to walk by faith. When I get to the count of one, I want you to raise your hand. We're going to pray together. We're going to pray there is power when we're praying together. So I'm going to count to three. If that's you, just shoot your hand up. I'll acknowledge it. You can put it down. One, this is your moment. Two, God has called you to walk in faith. Three, over all this place, if you have parts of your life that you're walking by sight, I want you to shoot your hand up. Yes, I see your hands. Yes, 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 many hands all over this place. Yes, you're saying, God, I want to walk by faith. God, I want to walk towards the promise that you've given me. You're saying, yes, that's me, that's me. Yes, many hands all over this place. Every single person, can we just lift our hands up to the heavens right now? Dear God, we thank you, Lord, over every single person who's confessed right now that we want to walk in faith and not by sight. Lord, we ask that you would do a work in our lives. Lord, we ask that we will store in the promises of God, which are yes and amen in our life. Father, we're declaring that our lost family members will be saved. We're declaring that our neighbors will be saved. We're declaring that our school teachers will be saved. We're declaring that every single person that we have interaction with will be saved. We pray over marriages in this place. We pray over people in this place from the front to the back, to the left, to the right. Impart faith into this place. In Jesus' mighty name. And everyone says, and everyone says, come on, high five your neighbor and say, come on.